Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Well, welcome, everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to explore the present and future of the association. Now, you may or may not be aware that SPCA has recently transitioned away from a third-party management company to having direct employees. Now, this means that it's also taking over complete control of its financials, its products and services, its member data, its trade show, its communication channels, its digital presence, and most importantly, it has taken over complete control of its destiny. Joining us today is Jess Lowes, SBCA's executive director, and the man who has been behind overseeing the organization's transformation. Jess, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Sean. Really excited to be here. Excellent. So you've served as SBCA's executive director for about nine months now. I'd love to start our conversation by asking you to share... What was the best moment of your tenure so far? That's a really fun question in that, you know, there's been so many good memories, a lot of great progress. And, you know, two kind of come to mind and I'll, I'll share both of them. One, you know, hopefully a little bit briefer than the other. But the, the first one was really, you know, once we decided as a strategy from the executive committee and, and myself, you know, that it was going to be a self-managed model it was really a recruitment strategy of how are we going to staff it? Um, obviously, you know, the management services agreement was no longer going to be in place. So we needed to find people and working with the previous company, we were able to, you know, have conversations with a number of individuals from that company. Um, previously, contractually, we were not able to do that. So it was one of those things that we really fought hard to do. And, you know, even through that fight, we didn't know if those people wanted to come on board. So as we went and had those conversations, it was kind of speculatory, you know, is this person, you know, do they want to, they not. And, you know, and after you fight that hard for something, it's, you, you become invested in it. So when one particular individual, and I won't name the names for fear of embarrassing anybody, but I, I kind of hinged how it was going to go with one person in particular and thinking about this person and all that that person does for you know, the association now, what they did previously, the skill set. I, I told, I think it was probably Mike Reedy and Scott Ward that if we have this one individual come on board, I think it's going to hinge well for us and it's going to be a good day because we lined them up all to happen, you know, within a day or two. So once, uh, you know, we, we had that conversation and we talked to that person and they decided to come on board, it was like, wow, this is going to be real. Now we've got a way to staff the, the organization and, you know, kind of indicated that SBCA was a destination that employees wanted to be with. So that was a really good sign, um, you know, and then building upon that, because so much of what the association does is based in people from our staff to our members, to our board or executive, it's all about relationships. And our team, as you know, is a diversified workforce and that's meant to be permanent work at home. They're always going to be spread out across the country. I'd done a lot of research on that in years leading up to accepting this position, just as a, a model and an opportunity to try to retain the best individuals for the position. And as a result, we don't have 
a lot of opportunities to get together. So it was at the San Antonio OQM in January, the first time that our whole group was able to get together, all 11 of us, I think it was, or it was, it was 10 there because we had one that did not join us at that point or had not come aboard. But it, it felt kind of like old home week or something that just long lost friends getting back together. And these are people that, you know, obviously we had Zoomed, we chatted on the teams and all kinds of different ways of interacting, but we'd never met in person. So I was curious what that dynamic was going to be. And I remember just sitting back at that dinner. I think we were at the yard house in, in San Antonio and just watching how everybody was interacting and how much fun they were having. And while a lot of it was work discussion, it was getting to know each individual and in the group. And, you know, there's all kinds of different personalities on our team to see them to, to interact and to interact as well as they did. It was just one of those kind of overwhelming moments like, wow, you know, we're, we've got something good here. And this is, you know, going to be a really fun team to be part of moving forward. And, you know, that was January. Now we're, we're in June. So it's been, uh, you know, four or five months where it's been just excellent of, of working with this team. So I, I couldn't, you know, be happier with how everybody's been working together. Yeah. I mean, speaking on the other side of things, it's, it's great. We've all become fast friends. So good job on uh, all the people you picked. <laughs> it's worked out really well so far. Yeah. You know, some of them picked us too. You know, it wasn't just all one-sided, you know, it was, there was some recruitment battles in there too. So they picked us as much as we picked them. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay. So we're headed into this busy summer season. Uh, all of our members are incredibly busy. And you dovetail that with, on the staff side, we're, we're gearing up for the association's big show, the BCMC show in Omaha, Nebraska, October 4th through the 8th. Other than the trade show itself, what, do you, what is SPCA's top priority in this, this short-term window, in your mind? Yeah, what it's been to date, and we're getting close to hinging out of it. Um, we're, not, we're not far away from kind of an inflection point, if you will, but it's been infrastructure. You know, when I first accepted the position, it was like, okay, Jess, you're, you're, you're going to be the executive director. We've hired you. Now go figure out how to run payroll, you know, and how are we going to pay our bills? How are we going to look up a member's name that might be, you know, that we'd want to ask for a site visit or a, a tour while at BCMC in Omaha? You know, it's like, well, all this stuff we didn't have in place. So it was really looking at all the different pieces of software, the tools, the the data, how do we have access to it and how do we do that ourselves independent of, of the previous solution? And so up until this point, really now, you know, we've been all about the infrastructure and we've been trying to continue services as best we can. I think we've done a pretty good job of that without a whole bunch of hiccups in between there. But it's still, how do we transition that to a place that it is independent of, of what it was and that it's completely under that SBCA staff or member control? And that way, you know, we're, we're able to kind of drive our destiny with it. So it's really just been laying that foundation and we're almost to the end of that. So, you know, that's probably going to continue into BCMC. Hopefully we've got a little bit of wiggle room there. And obviously as the infrastructure things, those dominoes fall, we're, we're able to put more attention towards BCMC, you know, and we've, we've hired some great staff to, to be able to lead BCMC as well. So I'm confident in those regards, but it's, it's going to be a nice timing as far as how we get everything in place and then staff attention can really focus on BCMC leading up to that October date. Great. So we, we put on the most awesome BCMC ever and, uh, and everybody walks away super jazzed about, hey, it was great after a two-year hiatus getting together as an industry. Um, 
after that, after we all get back, where do you see SPCA's focus shifting to next? I mean, what's what's the value proposition for members sort of in that medium term, like after BCMC through some time in 2022? Yeah, I think it's going to turn to, you know, part planning. We're going to have, a, I don't know if administration is the right, that we're going to have a new president, Gene Frogel, and, you know, new leadership uh, switching positions. Obviously, it's a one-year term or typically a one-year term, and they succeed in order. So it's going to be a little bit different of a perspective. It's going to be something that we start planning for 2022. There's going to be a couple months there. You know, what does that look like? I think it's going to be a time to turn our attention towards non-members to try to invite them into our tent to try to, you know, see if they want to participate with SPCA. If they don't, we need to know why. And that is something that we'll have to take back to our leadership or board and our committees to understand, okay, this is what non-members want. You know, how do we change or do we need to change or, you know, do we need to message differently to where they understand things, what SBCA means and what it stands for and what it does for, for its members. So I think turning attention towards non-members is going to be important because we need to grow that. It's it's one thing to have a lot of, you know, manufacturers in a lot of different markets, but I want to make it more inclusive to where it's a bonafide best practice to be part of SBCA if you're going to be building components in North America. So I, I think that's an important factor. And then also just marketing. You know, how can SBCA as a trade association promote the products of which its members build? And that's something that, you know, we've gone about that in roundabout ways in the past, but I, I think we need to kind of head that hit that head on. And there's going to take some, you know, a lot of different revisions in figuring out what that appropriate message is. And it isn't going to be a one size fits all for the entire country. It's going to be segmented by market, by, you know, is it a two-step, is it a framer driven, is it GC driven, understanding those nuances and crafting messaging to attack those, you know, hiccups or those pitfalls or whatever's preventing the greater use of components. And that's even, you know, when you talk to components, it's still pretty broad. You've got roof trusses, floor trusses, you know, wall panels, multifamily applications, single family applications, like commercial, there's all kinds of nuances that I'm really excited about getting into of, you know, how do we message appropriately? And it, I kind of, at the OQM, describe this as a kind of a, how a basketball team, you know, they've got 30 games on their schedule each season. They're not going to game plan the same for all 30 opponents. And some of those opponents are going to play twice and they're not even going to game plan the same, you know, opponent twice the same way. So that's one of those things that I, I think we need to look at it in that nuanced of a, level of, okay, this is what we've got in this very specific market. This is how they typically react. Now let's go out and apply ourselves. And then, you know, hopefully we can establish some partnerships along the way to give us data and feedback to know if we're, you know, impacting on those markets. And it's not going to happen easy or in, in the short term. It's going to take a couple of years before we get that feedback, but that's better than just saying, well, we think it worked. <laughs> Right. Well, and I think on top of that, Jazz, you and I have talked about with all those different segments, all sort of handling things differently, there is a lot of innovation and a lot of ways in which component manufacturers are bringing their products and services to market and how they're structuring them that are models for maybe something that might work in a different part of the country. And it's part of that marketing plan is not only reaching out farther, but it's also gathering what some of our members are doing somewhere and trying to see if it would work somewhere else, right? And sharing those stories. Yeah, I love that approach. It, I call it incremental innovation, that you're not going to change all of construction all at one time. It's just too fragmented. It's too diversified. There's 
too many different players. There's so much coming together to build any one structure that you're not going to impact all of it at once. It's going to be, you know, market by market, you know, individuals trying little different things and tweaking it. And they're probably not even going to be able to roll it out to all of their customers at one time either. They're going to have to pick and choose which of their partners, their trade partners in the supply chain, it's going to best resonate with. And then, you know, they'll, others will benchmark that, they'll figure it out. And then slowly over time. And that's what I love about component manufacturing is it is so fragmented. There's so many different opportunities for that incremental innovation to where it's going to be slow and steady. And, you know, in five years, 10 years, we're going to see the the fruits of that labor. And it, it's going to be really fun to look at and try to drive component manufacturers businesses and try to make them better. And it's going to be, you know, they need to be attentive to their local markets. But at the same time, we need to be able to, as an association, connect those dots. If Something is working in New York and California, but not in Illinois. Those are three different markets, but they're all similar in some ways. Then we compare that to what's going on in the Carolinas or, you know, heaven forbid, Montana or Texas. And that's where I see our role is trying to understand those perspectives and connecting them to where we establish those relationships between component manufacturers to where they can advance those, those integrations and those, you know, innovations. Well, Jess, I, I think you did a great transition there from sort of what are our medium term goals to like, what is the big picture? What's our long term goal? I, I'm curious, um, you know, under this new model, you have talked a lot about um, this to the board and to staff about how we have a much more engaged executive committee, a reinvigorated board of directors. Uh, and we have the strategic plan on top of all that. There's really this desire to have the members input really drive what the association does. You know, and these things that you're talking about, do you, do you see this as a changing relationship between the association and its membership? Is this a fundamental change in your mind? I think so. You know, I would compare it to the type of ship, probably something that the Vikings would use with a lot of oars and people having to drive the oars. And, you know, you've got the captain that is setting the direction of the course. That's where I view our leadership through the board and through the executive committee and ultimately the president. But the staff, they're the ones rolling the, the oars and they're, you know, getting all of that work done. We're the ones that are going to carry it out and execute that mission. But we need the guidance. Like I can have those opinions based on my experience and, you know, my life as a component manufacturer, but it's, you know, very narrow in scope to my market, to my experiences, to my size. We need all of those different perspectives from as many members and even some of the non-members. Hopefully we can include them as members eventually. But that's where, you know, I, I see the shift coming from is it's not that we necessarily need them to do all the work. We just need them to share their perspective and we need to collect that perspective and make sure that, you know, OK, is this worthy of our time, our opportunity cost of something else? And then being able to go out and do it once we decide on that with guidance from the board and from the committees and, and the exec and, and everybody that we have as decision makers. So I, I would say long term, you know, for any component manufacturer that listens to this come to a meeting, call us as staff, call me, just, you know, kind of get a feel for it and dip your big toe into it and see what happens. Hopefully we don't, you know, suck in all at once, but hopefully it is some, you know, that you'd like to get in and hang out and join us in the pool, if you will, which I don't know if that's an appropriate uh, analogy or not, but, uh, you know, summer's coming, you know. Sure. It, it might be we're able to get out and be amongst each other too now. Hopefully uh, the pandemic is behind us. But that's that's one of those things that I want to be more inclusive of all component manufacturers and then see, you know, how do we adapt to help their businesses succeed not only in the near term, but in the long term, too. 
You know, just I, as an aside, I know you, you just picked this as an analogy, but I'm I'm very appreciative of the fact that you chose a Viking ship versus like a slave ship or like a paddleboard or something like that. <laughs> like, I like that we're going to go out and conquer things together. That's, that's a much better way of thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know if we could get five people on a paddleboard. Yeah, no, but... probably not. they would just uh, capsize. Probably is what would happen. <laughs> uh, Jess, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Hey, thanks, Sean. I I enjoyed it. Well, if you've enjoyed hearing this update on SBCA, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also, consider subscribing to SPCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way, you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.